0: hi everyone welcome to my podcast and and this is the second episode of my podcast in fact i just recorded it right after the first one because i was like okay it would be kind of cool to to do like a year in music type of stuff like i would go through all the albums that were released this year so um and to to say a few words to them or share my like favorite tracks and etc. So let me just go through the albums released in twenty twenty list. I found the list of twenty twenty albums so Wikipedia. So to begin with the first quarter, um, the first album that I really like really not really listen to and I was really like interested in was uh, Selena Gomez Rare. It came out on January 10th, and I have to say, I was very disappointed with the cover. It looked literally like something that you just edited on your application, on your phone, or whatever. I mean, even on PixArt, you would do it better. But still, but the songs on the album are actually really good. I mean... She didn't do album that would be significantly better than the previous one, but it's not even worse. I would say she kept it the way it was. And uh, the first two songs released, It to Love Me and Look at Her Now, were really good. I really love both songs and I expected a little more from the album. But I think overall the album is such a solid and good pop record. Like... There are no skips at all, and uh, each track is nice. It has a great vibe, and, and I think she found her sound. Like it's nothing outstanding, but it's it's like a great album to to listen to, not on repeat, but time to time, definitely. And I still listen to it time to time. Like I love it. I mean, I enjoy listening to it. Um, the next one that was released. Let's go down the list. Is Eminem music to be murdered by. I didn't hear this. I don't like Eminem. Halsey manic. I, I didn't hear it. I've never heard a single album by Halsey. I don't know. I'm just not. Uh, not much into her. Like she never really spoke to me. I've heard the songs. I've heard the singles, which were okay. I mean, if I hear her on radio, I listen to it. I don't turn it off or anything. I just don't feel like. Listening to her, for some reason. I mean, she's a great artist, and I heard her stuff, but uh, I don't know. I cannot really say anything about this album or to to make any opinions, as I didn't hear it. So I will just go on. The next one is Kesha High Road, January thirty first. I was so excited for this record, like for a long time, because I loved the goofy and crazy Kesha since the early two thousand or whatever, how you call it. Um, I liked the lead single with Big Frida. It was so fun, so great. Then she dropped Tonight, and even the title song High Road were such a fun, high-energy songs, like the good old Kesha that would, like, rap and whatever, do electronic music, fun to dance to. So I was thinking that this is what we're going to get, but then the album is actually mostly ballads and, like, slow songs, which are not even on the level of her previous album, Rainbow. So I was very disappointed by this. I mean, half of the album is fucking great, but it's mostly the songs that were already released before the album dropped. So I like this album. I listened to it a lot, but I was disappointed, honestly. Like, I wanted... I thought this... We were getting the old Kesha back, and it was not entirely true, in my opinion. So, to keep going, um, Megan Trainer, trainer, treat myself, haven't heard. Um, what was next? Mm, I keep scrolling down the list. Justin Bieber changes. I heard like two songs and and I don't I don't think I need to comment on it so we will just continue. Dame Impala, the slow rush, very solid record. They did not literally like hear it doesn't repeat many times, but I've heard it and, and it's great. Grimes. I I don't I don't know her. I, I mean I don't listen to her music so so, I cannot say anything um a bad bunny february twenty second so bad Bunny released like a second album this year Well... Mm, weird Megan D stallion as well, okay, I haven't heard sugar um. Well, the beginning of the year, not that many people released. It was just later, like in the second half of the year, I would say, a and after hours, March 20th. Actually, I I haven't heard this album like until last month. I've heard Blinding Lights like 2,000 times if we're on radio or Spotify or TV, literally everywhere. And I love all the single choices that we can make, but i have this thing with the every album of weekend that i think that he's a single artist like the singles he's choosing are literally stunning like like great huge hits but they are carrying the album like the albums are not consistent in a way that each song has potential to be hit or is on the same level i think his albums are a few very strong standout tracks and the rest are fillers i mean this is my opinion. But the weekend he's a great artist visually. Like I would say the best male visual artist whatever it comes to whether it comes to the album photo shoots, like the cover arts, music video performances, it's so impressive and I and I love him for that. But overall I, I like this album, but it's not wow, but the singles are really something like he, he dropped some of the best songs of the year. Then Future Nostalgia in March. I mean, this is my most listened album of the year, I have to say. One of my most favorites. Like, I was a little afraid after her first album, which I loved as well. What would she come up with next? I mean, after such a strong debut album, I was afraid she would not be able to keep up. But she blew my mind with Don't Start Now. Even the title track, Future Nostalgia, amazing work. Like, she sounds so good. The music sounds timeless, like, literally I've been listening to Don't Start Now for over a year, for like 13 months, non-stop, like... And it's still fresh, like, I still have it in my playlist and I still keep listening to it. And not a lot of tracks or artists could do this, that would keep my attention for so long. And the album, I mean, it's so strong, they, for me, uh, there are a few fillers which are not necessarily bad but i tend to skip them quite often that's boys will be boys good and bad i stream them but i skip them as well are cool and pretty please which are great tracks but like future nostalgia don't start now levitating hallucinate love again physical those tracks are just so strong and so good like this album is packed with hits and then the song with Angel that was just added recently is, is so good and I love Angel as well. So I love it so much. Um one of the strongest albums this year for sure. Like literally five stars out of five for me. I love it so much. Okay, that was the first quarter. Now, now to the second quarter. If there is anything that I would know. Mm-mm-mm. well, Fiona Apple fetch the bolt cutters April, oh my gosh, it's been April. It seems I thought it was not that old in a way. Fetch the bolt cutters, my first listen was like, okay, um, all right, but then when i when I heard it again and again, it's about the melodies that she's using, the lyrics, the vocals that are extremely raw and and it's just so passionate and beautiful, and, and she doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't give a fuck about photoshoots, performance, anything. And she's just so cool, and the album has so many great moments. Like, it's so consistent from start to finish. It's such a good record. I mean, I honestly find it a little too overrated. Like, it's great, but it's not the best but uh, i mean some tracks were like i would probably skip them because some tracks seemed forced with a melody or whatever like there was no melody at all just random instruments and and some tracks sounded off but but overall as an album it's really interesting and nice body of work which i admire and and this album is not for everyday listening it's not an easy listening it's not for everyone but listen to it time to time. I definitely do it and I love to do it, but it's not a record that I would have on, on repeat. Then Savayama. Actually, they were both re- released the same day Savayama and, and uh, Fesh the Bolt Cutters. I had no idea who Rina is. Um, I didn't even listen to the album until like June or July because I saw everyone tweeting about like Rina, Rina, yeah this album is so good, no 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 so I was like okay let's check what the hype is about and I'm so glad I did because she did such a great album, the album is like no track, sounds the same there is a huge variety of styles that I like and, and she still made it sound consistent, she did metal, she did house, electro, club music, she did pop or ballads, and uh, I love chosen family and bad friend, those are like my two most favorite songs probably this year, so beautiful, so nice, Um, and I cannot wait for the deluxe version to drop just actually tonight, so yeah, it's, it's just an amazing album, and I'm so thankful that I discovered this amazing artist and I hope she has a bright future and, and she will keep selling and people will discover who she is because she's great. Mm, down to to keep going Drake Dark Lane demo tips. I haven't heard that um pet the uh, another Bad Bunny album, so he has a three albums out this year. Oh, this guy, Charlie XCX. How am I feeling now? So um, the idea of the quarantine album was very exciting to me. Like I was following her, and I was so inspired by that. I liked how she was sharing the whole process and everything, and she did the album in such a short time. And I was super excited because I also love the first song that she released. But then I kind of lost touch and I haven't heard it like probably since the release day. Um. It's not on the level of her previous album for me. It's nowhere near that level. And uh, it's interesting and experimental, but it's not something that I would listen to again. It was, It was just not cup of my tea I guess I mean I I cannot say I even liked it some tracks were good but uh, well yeah it's not not my favorite from her I would say but I admired her creative process and everything and the way she executed this it was really cool Um, but I think it was just more of like a fun project for her I don't know in, in what sense she 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 was looking at it, but I'm I'm glad she did something like this because it's really it's really nice to stay creative in lockdown. Then we have uh Chromatica, May twenty-ninth. Well, let me have a sip of wine. Oof, well, so I was very excited for the album at the beginning, this era was a mess. Like, I loved Stupid Love, when the leak came out, I was like, wow, this sounds so good. Then she didn't do anything for a month or like, I don't know how long. Then she dropped the, f- the single and it was exactly the same as the leak. I thought that the leak was a demo recorder, whatever. So I was a little disappointed because I thought it would be, there would be some change or, or twist or whatever. And I kind of lost interest by the time the single became official. Then I was super excited for the album. I mean, I was waiting for some TV appearance, like pre-recorded something to promote the, the single. It didn't come. Then I was super excited for the album, which got delayed. So then again I lost my excitement I even forgot Chromatica was happening then it happened and I really liked it and I still do love it I listen to it very often but I was a little bit disappointed because in my mind she went she's going more commercial this time and music not the blink um I don't think so anymore you know um I think she is more trying to be a mainstream artist and to appeal to the general public in a way she's getting a little bit basic in my opinion like it's not the same person who would do bad romance born this way or or art pop in general i mean joanne was kind of safe it was nothing super like extraordinary that would like uh wow or shock people and it was great I love that she stripped down vocally it was amazing lyrically as well but chromatica I don't think it has anything new to offer the beats the production the songs uh, it sounds like something that we've already heard or at least me it sounds like the club music uh, Eurodance from the 19th whatever old remastered or Sample techno tracks. Lyrically, I think, is also her weakest album. Maybe even weaker than The Fame. There are good ideas, but the concepts are not executed and the tracks are very short. I mean, the majority of the tracks is less than 3 minutes, less than 2 minutes 50. And this, to me, screams streams. Because the shorter track, the more streams. You will not stream the track that is 7 minutes, 5 minutes long as many times as you stream on repeat song that is 2 minutes 30. So I think she's really going for that numbers. That's why the Ariana Grande Future, I cannot imagine her collaborating with Ariana a few years ago. I mean, no disrespect to Ariana, I love her, but I didn't see Gaga being this kind of person not this kind of person i mean don't get me wrong i thought she was going more for art and and this was artistic in a way i liked the visual side of the album but the album is weak to me compared to her previous previous work if this was if she would be a new artist releasing this as the uh, debut album i would be mind blown but she set a bar so high so many times And especially coming from Star Is Born such a huge era. I think we all just expect it a little bit more. And that's just because it's her. If anyone else would drop this album, I would would love it probably more. But there is so much pressure on her and we expect so much from her that I think she could have gone way farther with this album. And and I think the majority of the tracks are also overproduced, but it's really a fun record and, and nice to listen to. And I definitely have a lot of favorite tracks. I love 911, I love Ellis, I love uh, Enigma, I love Babylon. So it just sucks that the um, whole era was so poorly promoted and everything was so chaotic and messy. Like, this could have been a huge event, but she just refused to do it. I mean, which is her choice, and I respect it, so so yeah, I love Chromatica, it's one of the top, album, top albums for me this year, but uh, since it's Gaga, as I said, I thought we would get something bigger. Okay, so now we are in the June releases, let's see, if it, Chloe and Hal, I don't know how to pronounce their name, but I think it's like this, Ungodly Hour, so good. I mean also I didn't know them before and I saw people praising them on Twitter so I checked them out and I'm so glad I did because the album is great from start to finish. Like I literally have the album on repeat sometimes even for a few hours and I don't even notice it like ended and started again because it's just flowing from song to song and it's so nice. Such a cool mix of R&B, like Do It, Angadly, Hour. Those tracks are so good like if you don't know them, check them out because they are so talented, so beautiful, and so brilliant. I, I'm in love with them, literally. Like, also another favorite album of mine released this year. Black Eyed Peas translation. I've heard it, but I was not impressed. Like after third song, every other song sounded the same to me. Everything is suddenly Latin and with so many futures, well, that's a trend. But now that everyone is doing this trend, it's losing its charm. So, I mean, you know, Latin was cool when Despacito started, like it became super mainstream here everywhere. And now that every artist is doing Latin music, it's um, it's not the same anymore. You know, it's it's getting basic, like leave it to the Latin artists. Um, Jesse Ware, What's Your Pleasure, June 26th As I mentioned already in my first episode of the podcast This is my favorite album this year It's so, so good Literally, opening track is massive Closing track is great The songs flow beautifully from each other It's, even lyrically, it's so well written Vocals are great. This is like a great lounge music. I could have play in the like a background music the whole day long. I could use it as a party music. I could use it for anything, for falling asleep. It's just so good. And each track is great. Each track could be a single, each track could be huge. I mean, there is not a single skip amazing album highly recommend to everyone who who haven't heard it yet because it's it's so good okay so we are in the third quarter and what do we have here (laughs) summer walker life on earth haven't heard a single song by her but i know the name Ellie Goulding, Brightest Blue. Um, I love this album. I love Ellie Goulding so much. I love all her albums. I've been following her since the beginning. And I like the sound of this album. It's a little bit stripped down with the slower tracks, lyrically very beautiful, very nice melodies. And then at the end of the album, she kept the commercial tracks that were released before the album and they don't even fit the album at all, so I'm glad she divided it at least a little bit. I know she sneaked them in two for some extra streams, but I think it's such a solid album, and it's one of my favorites. I listened to this album a lot this year, it's very... and I love the song Power so much. And also the title track, "Brightest Blue, is so beautiful and cool so yeah this was this was a great album that i still enjoy and listen to it often then we get folklore which i have to say i love folklore very much i was not a huge taylor swift fan before but since uh reputation i love her lover um i was less interested i still stream but uh, i think folklore is her best album from from the albums that I've heard. And, and I, the first album by her I've heard was 1989. I haven't heard Dread because uh, I'm not very much into uh, country music. But Folklore is great from beginning to the end. It's such a vibe. I mean, I just found it pissy that she released this in the middle of the summer because if she would release it in autumn or just literally like anytime now, when uh, it's cold outside, you're literally under your blanket at home with the warm tea or whatever. This would be such a soundtrack to that. And I mean, I listened to it a lot when it dropped, then I disconnected for two or three months. And now when, for me, this is the idle weather for the album, I stream it again and, and it's just so beautiful and so good. And she's a, such a genius when it comes to songwriting and lyrics and, and soft melodies the production is great. It's like minimalist sound to me and and it's so calm, so beautiful, so like anytime I want to calm myself down, I, I listen to this album and especially it's great to listen to it like in the morning or, or whatever. It's so, I love it. I love this album. Such a great work and totally just serving all the Grammy nominations it got because it's it's really great. Then, what do we have next? Already at the o- August. Um, I don't see anything interesting in August. Oh, Troy Sivan, In a Dream EP. Um... Take yourself home I have to say as yes, such a song I love it it's one of my most listened songs this year and the EP in general is so cool it's not on the level of bloom but the songs are fun danceable lyrics are great from a point of uh, from a gay point of view for him as a writer I can I can see where he was coming and I can feel some of the songs And I think he is such a talented musician. I wish he would drop a full album, not just EP, because I want more. Like, he is so good. I want to hear more. And this project was very well done. So I hope he will give us more soon. So then we have Club Future Nostalgia. And I'm I'm just gonna say this is really fucking good dance album like the blessed madonna she knows what she's doing like to see you all like hating on this album on twitter and and saying bullshit um no i mean 12 years old or 15 or 14 or whatever your age is old kids are not gonna comment on club music when they don't know clubs Like, you didn't spend years going to clubbing and, like, dancing until 8 a.m. to club music. If you did, you would know that this is the music they play in, in those clubs. And this is the music that people love to dance to. It's made for people in clubs having fun, not for kids on Twitter. So that's the thing we have to say. I think because a lot of you doesn't realize it and doesn't get it and the remixes are great I mean and she actually the, the my most favorite mixes are the least streamed tracks for me from the future nostalgia I love the remix of boys will be boys good and bad oh uh, pretty please they are they're great and also that kind of woman Levitating Remix. I love the Gwen Stefani. I love to hear Gwen Stefani on the record. She is such a great artist. So the physical remix with her is, is my favorite, probably. I, I mean, it's a fun album. I, I like to work out to it. I listen to it at home and I drink or with my friends so we can have a, a tiny party and dance in a lockdown. So I'm, I'm thankful she did this. I mean, it's a it's a really fun project. But I don't see it as anything serious. Then August 28, Smile. Another great pop album. I'm just so sad and so sorry that Katie is not getting the recognition she deserves. Because this album is such a good, solid pop album. It just feels like the majority of the songs were... Not majority, but like the biggest hits. Nothing really... Oh over and then uh, harley's in hawaii um daisies they were all released like quite in advance before the album so when i listened to the album i it didn't sound complete like uh i would prefer new material but the new songs like cry about it later not the end of the world smile champagne problems and tucked are really, really good, and what makes woman is such a cool and beautiful ballad. This album deserves more recognition as well, and I have no idea what the hell happened to Katie. Suddenly that everyone is not interested in her, like, the general public keeps ignoring her, and she so doesn't deserve it, like, she... She did such a great album, and I'm so proud of her. It's beautiful, and I and I love it. It's fun, and it's great pop record. Then we have. Uh, um, what six nine? Uh, oof, girl. We are already in September. Alicia Keys, Alicia. Great record. I love Alicia Keys. She makes such a good R&B with a pop feel and it's such a vibe. Everything she does, it's such a vibe. I mean, I love listening to this album. She makes beautiful music, beautiful melodies with great lyrics and and she fills me up with such a joy and, and energy. Her music is awesome. Also, not mainstream. But she is definitely a huge name. I don't know if to the younger generations, but to me, I grew up with her. So I will keep listening and supporting to her no matter what. But this record is really great. So, And if you haven't heard, you should definitely check it out. The same day Avamax released Heaven and Hell. Good pop album. I would say it's on the level of Rare for me. Like Rare, Heaven and Hell and Smile. Smile being a little bit better. Oh, pure pop records. Fun, good, I mean, nothing outstanding. Also with uh, Heaven and Hell made a big portion of tracks we've heard before. Long time before the album. So it didn't really feel like it's anything new. I would, I would rather have a whole new project. Mm, but yeah, she wanted to have those tracks on the album, so she did it and and I like it. I mean, I don't I don't think the album has outstanding tracks, but uh each track is good and and it's a fun pop record. I like it. Um who else released this year? I mean, the last fourth quarter. Uh, Mario Carey Rarities. I love this. It's uh, such a good idea. I hope other artists, Madonna or even Gaga, they would release their b-sides and unreleased songs. They have plenty of them. And it's so good for fans. I mean, this is not a project that would sell a lot, but would be greatly appreciated by fans. Well, just in case they don't care about money and streams and numbers that much and the loverboy original mix original mix not remix well because remix was released it's great i love it so much um uh, machine my favorite album as well i know i say everything is my favorite album but it really is like i have several favorite albums great electronic dance house disco she blended everything and she made it sound great and fresh and she's such a genius when it comes to dance music like i've followed her since 2007 i guess when she released overpowered which is one of the best pop records i've ever heard so if you like this kind of music Definitely check this album out. It's so good and she has such a outgoing, crazy personality and you will love her. She's she's just herself, she's not trying to be anyone and this makes her even cooler. And you can hear it in the album because the sound is so authentic and, and so different from what everyone else is doing right now. So I really appreciate it. and and that's why also I love her so much and the album in general Um, I'll keep scrolling down I don't think anything else was important of of course, well, November Kylie Minogue disco Mm. I like this album but I don't think it's anything outstanding. Like, you see, um, Disco made comeback, like, Dua did Future Nostalgia, then Jessie Ware and Russian Machine. Um, Those were also very Disco-influenced records. Chromatica had some Disco influences, and literally, like, all the big artists were going Disco. And Kylie obviously jumped on the train, and she did it in the classic disco way. She did it like the safe way, like she didn't try to reinvent the wheel. She was just going with what's out there already, which is not a bad thing. I, it's a very good album, it's very solid tracks, fun to dance to, she knows how to do it, but it's it's not wow, I would say. I don't think she but I don't think she's that kind of artist. None of her albums is really like wow to me. She just has a lot of great albums but nothing that would stand out or be super spectacular besides maybe Fever. But uh, all her other albums are like really 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 good but not standing out or not something that I would be having on repeat. And and I think the last one is um, Miley's album. Well, um, good news, my Megan D Stallion. I didn't like that much. I didn't like that much, to be honest. Some tracks were cool, but she. It, it sounds like she's going for a TikTok music, to get viral. So maybe maybe that's her thing. So I will not criticized it or anything, but plastic hearts um it's such a good ending to the year, full of great releases um good from first to the last track. I love the ballads, I love such a good, strong vocals, it's great vocally it's so strong, so impressive, and the production is great, great collaborations. I love everything about it, and it's so it's different. Like you know, when in the year everyone is doing disco, she did a fucking rock album, which is so cool to me, and and it's a great record. Really, I I really hope it gets some recognition at awards next year because she deserves it and she did it. So, another great album. I'm just repeating myself. I seem like I like, I love everything, but, but I think we just really got the great albums. And that's it. I don't know if anyone else is releasing this year. Um, but I could say that, OK, this was my um, review of 2020 when it comes to music. So many good albums. So, so just to wrap it up, Washing Machine, What's Your Pleasure, Plastic Hearts, Future Nostalgia, Chromatica, Folklore, um, Savayama are my best in my opinion the best albums and my most favorite records released this year and then like the another pop records that i also love are like rare uh, high road smile so so yeah but we literally got fat this year like at least i did i mean i don't know if you agree with me or no but But feel free to share it with me. Let me know on Twitter or whatever. I want to hear your favorite albums as well. And and we can discuss it. I I love talking about music anytime. So thank you for listening. And stay safe. Have a nice day. Bye-bye.